Welcome to the First Assembly podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's message and find encouragement through the Holy Spirit. Good morning, First Assembly. Thanks for joining us for Church Online. We continue to pray for you and your family. We trust you are doing well. Uh, It's been great to hear from some of our global workers over the last couple of weeks, and you're going to be hearing more uh, from them as well in the weeks ahead as we highlight our mission globally, as well as here in Calgary. Uh, We are on mission here in Calgary and around the world. So thanks for your continued prayer and support. If you have a Bible this morning, 1 Kings chapter 19, I have a word for us today that I believe is going to encourage you and strengthen you. Uh, At the end of of the the message, we're going to spend some time having a dialogue about some of the things that I'm sharing. We're going to be having a chance to go a little bit deeper. And then we're going to give you an opportunity to meet where you are. Maybe you're meeting in in your home right now, or maybe you want to get online or or set up a a Skype call with somebody. But we're going to encourage you to uh, take the message this morning and and just to dig a little bit deeper yourself as well. Well, I want to speak to you today about hope for spiritual renewal. A couple Sundays ago, I talked about hope for transformation. And and along those lines, I want to speak specifically about how God renews us spiritually. 1 Kings chapter 19 is the story of the bold Old Testament prophet Elijah. And it's after Elijah had experienced a significant victory He challenged the prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel and and God answered by fire and there was a great turning. There was a great calling out that God, he truly is God, that Baal was defeated in that moment and a great miracle took place, a great spiritual victory. But after that victory, often like in our lives, Elijah found himself in in a place of depletion. He, He was physically and spiritually depleted. He had a great high, but he was experiencing a real low. He was experiencing stress and anxiety in his life. And there's so much hope in this story because we see the way that our Lord comes alongside of us and restores us and strengthens us and helps us and graciously renews us in seasons of stress and uncertainty. And and really, this season that we're in, stress and anxiety is, is heightened probably now more than even in seasons in the past. Um, CBC recently put out uh, an article and the article was about Google searches, how Canadians Google search patterns have changed from one year ago. The, the article was called, Hey Google, how do I deal with stress? So people are asking their computers, people are asking Google, how do I deal with, with stress? It was really about these web searches during COVID-19. And so um, from March 1st to April 15th, they looked at the timeline, March 1st to April 15th, they looked at 2019 and they looked at 2020. So in 2019, the top couple of Google searches were this, uh, how long does it take to get your tax return? That was 2019. 2020, the top Google search was, how long does it take to get EI? The next one was, how long does it take to get to the moon? That was in 2019. That's what people wanted to know. And in 2020, how long does it take to recover from COVID-19? People have all kinds of questions. They're dealing with all kinds of, of things inside of them, stress and anxiety. And maybe that's where some of you are today. You find yourself in this time uh, really in a place where you would say, I don't know if I'm on a spirit, uh, living in a spiritual high. I actually feel like maybe I could relate to Elijah where in the sense I'm feeling a little bit depleted. I'm feeling a little bit down. I'm feeling a little bit discouraged. I'm feeling a little bit stressed. I don't know what's coming next. 
Maybe some of you are watching today, you're saying, you know what, this is actually a good time in my life. And, and I, I just want to say that's, that's amazing and that's awesome. And, and I believe that God is at work in you, whether you see it or not, whether you know it or not. I just want to encourage us and remind us today that God is at work in each one of us during this time. But I believe these principles are going to apply for, for now. And I believe they're going to apply for uh, other times in our lives as well, where we might find ourselves dealing with stress and anxiety and fear of the future and fear of the unknown. Well, in our text, uh, what happened was this great miracle that took place, this great revival that was being experienced in Israel at this time as fire came down and, 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 and just burned up the, the, the altar and, and uh, God was being glorified. Um, what happened was word got back from Ahab, who was the king. He brought word back to Jezebel that this had happened and she was not happy. Now Jezebel was a, a painted woman, an evil woman. And she basically sent a messenger to Elijah saying, by this time tomorrow, Elijah, you're dead. You're dead. And she, she sent this word to him and it brought fear to his heart. It brought anxiety to his heart. And this is important. I want us just to pause here just before we go any further. It's important for us uh, to really guard our thoughts and to guard what comes into our minds at this time. It's important to protect our imagination. I want you to see this. It says that when Elijah, when he saw that, then he ran for his life. So he heard from a messenger, but it says that he saw something. And I believe sometimes we can hear bad news or we're scrolling and we're, we're getting bad news coming at us. When we hear bad news, oftentimes we can visualize and we can get a picture of what that bad news might look like in the future. I want to encourage us to guard our imaginations that in this culture of fear and worry and, and all the things that are, are coming at us every day, that we would not have a mind that would picture hopelessness or picture fear, but that we would take captive those thoughts to the obedience of the Lord and the obedience of his word. This is what second Corinthians says, says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Jesus. So when you hear bad news, don't visualize it, don't picture it, but let your mind be renewed. As Romans says that our minds can be renewed and renewed by the word of God and the work of the spirit in our lives. Well, uh, let's look at our, our passage this morning. First Kings chapter 19. Uh, let me, let me just read it and you can follow along on the screen. But he himself, this is Elijah. He went a day's journey into the wilderness and he came and he sat down under a broom tree and he prayed that he might die. And he said, it's enough now, Lord, take my life uh, for I'm no better than my father's. And then as he lay and he slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, arise and eat. And then he looked and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. So he ate and he drank and he lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came back the second time and he touched him and he said, arise and eat because the journey is too great for you. So he arose and he ate and he drank. And he went in the strength of that food for 40 days and 40 nights as far as Horeb, the mountain of God. Well, let's just look at a few principles here today. And I think these principles are going to help us. They're going to encourage us. They're going to, they're going to encourage us towards spiritual renewal. Um, 
here's how, and then we're going to look at how we can apply these into our own lives in times of stress, anxiety, and in times of isolation. Because this is where Elijah found himself, was in a place all alone. He sent his servant away and he found himself under a broom tree or a juniper tree. And this is where he was in a place of isolation. Here's, here's the first thought this morning. Let your isolation become a place of honesty before the Lord. Honesty in prayer. Let your place of isolation, let you say, well, I didn't choose to isolate myself. In this place of isolation, let this become a place of prayer, being honest before God. Because this is what we see happen here. Elijah begins to get very honest before the Lord. He just begins to pour out his heart. He just begins to say, God, I'm done. I've had enough. Have you ever felt like that? I can't take this anymore. And as he's honest before God, he's pouring out his heart. See, friends, we need to be aware, though, in times of isolation, it can, they can, it can become unhealthy as well. I would encourage you, if you're finding yourself isolated and, and you're not in connection or community with anybody right now, that can be unhealthy as well. But from a healthy perspective, there are times that in isolation, we can really pour out our hearts to God and we can, we can really understand that around those times, we, we, we can understand and sense his presence in, in new ways as we pour out our heart to him. Let your time of isolation become a place of transformation, a place of honesty in prayer. You know, one of the things that, that I've been doing almost every day over the last number of, of weeks, I guess we're into months now, has been, I've, I've been trying to go out for a walk by myself every day. Usually somebody in my family, Heather, or one of the kids, uh, or, or the whole family, sometimes we go for a walk together. But I try to take at least once a day my own personal walk. And I, I, I've been just doing this as a, a new discipline, just being able to pour out my heart and just pray to God on, on the walk. And just, I've had some very honest and very candid conversations. I would encourage you to do that. Uh, Jesus, he, he taught us how to pray. And, and Jesus said this about prayer. He says, but when you pray, go away by yourself. He, he said, get, get isolated, get in that place. Get away by yourself, shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. There's something so powerful when, when we allow isolation to be a place of transformation by pouring out our hearts in honesty. David, who wrote so much, so many of the Psalms in the Old Testament, he had such an honest relationship with God. And as you read the Psalms, you see this honest heart cry, this pouring out. And so I want to encourage you in this place of isolation, let this be a place of honesty before God, because I believe it will bring spiritual renewal to you like it did Elijah. And then we see this. Here's the second thing. Let God's word and spirit renew you. I love this story because it says an angel came and, and ministered to him by, by providing some bread. It says a cake and some water. And then it, he came a second time and it says, is it was, said it was the angel of the Lord. And we know in the Old Testament that the angel of the Lord is, is Jesus in the Old Testament. So we know it's the Lord himself ministering to Elijah. I want to encourage you that the Lord himself wants to minister to you at this time to bring spiritual renewal to your life. It says that the angel made a cake. I, I bet you it was angel food cake. See, I had, to, I had to bring that joke. Every time I preach, that joke comes out. It was angel food cake and it was water. But I want, I want us to think about that and consider the bread. It was a cake of bread, likely, and it was some water. The bread is a picture of the word of God. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God is what Jesus taught us. And we need God's word ministering to us. Let God's word renew you. Let God's word minister to you at this time. And then we also uh, look at the, the water. And, and, and water symbolizes and is a picture of the spirit, the Holy Spirit. 
So as the Lord himself ministered to Elijah in this place, he ministered his word, he ministered his spirit. Those things remind us that that's how ministry takes place. That's how we let God renew our spirit during a time of stress and crises and uncertainty and fear and anxiety. We welcome the work of the Holy Spirit to minister, letting God's word and his spirit minister to us. It's very similar to how, what we see in John 21 when Jesus meets with his disciples on the beach and over coals even, he ministers to them food and, and he ministers to them and feeding them. Let the Holy Spirit feed you in his, in his, by his spirit and let the Lord feed you in his word during this time. The third and final thought this morning, just to encourage us uh, for hope for spiritual renewal is this. Let God's voice be louder than the noise around you. Let God's voice be the loudest thing that you hear. It says this in verse 11. Then he said, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. He, he, he got out and he went, he went to this place. He went to Horeb, the mountain of God. And this is the same place that, that Moses in, encountered the Lord as well. And it's, he got into a cave. And, and many people believe it was the, the, the same cleft of the rock where, where the Lord passed by. And these things happened uh, to Moses as well. But it says that he, he went out and he stood on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. In other words, let God's voice be louder than anything that is quaking and shaking and burning and, 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 and blowing around us. And there is so much, isn't there? There is so much that is going on. Uh, so often, I, I have to admit that I've been on my social media at times over the last number of weeks, and there, there are times that I've just been scrolling and just going, oh, I want to see some good news. I want to see an article. I want to see a cure for this virus. I want to see somebody saying there's, it's going to end or there's good news. We're scrolling for hope. And it's noisy because there's this conspiracy and there's that thing. And there's, it's all this stuff that is coming at us. And we don't even know what's true or what to believe. At times like these, let the noise of the world fade away. And, and God is not in the craziness. And he, he wasn't in the fire and the wind and the earthquake and all the shaking and the rattling. God met Elijah with the still small whisper, the still small voice to his spirit. And I believe spiritual renewal can happen in our lives as we allow the Holy Spirit to, 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 we quiet ourselves. We get in that place of isolation. We turn that place of isolation into honesty. We, we turn that, 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 that place of, uh, of meeting with the Lord as a place where he ministers to us through his spirit and his word. And, and we let the noise go away and we let God's voice be louder than the noise we hear around us. I want to encourage you in that, to seek him and to seek his voice and to, and to listen. God's voice often, most often, I mean, it hasn't happened to me, but some people say I've heard the audible voice of God. But for me, it happens as a still quiet whisper. And as we spend time in God's word and we spend time in this season with him, it's his whisper that transforms us and changes us. It's his whisper that renews us. It's his, it's his presence in our lives. When we are honest and we are candid before the Lord, when we allow him to speak to us, our relationship with God becomes more dynamic. It becomes more intimate. And so I want to encourage us to find time this week, to find time in a place that is quiet by yourself, whether it be a walk or a prayer time, that you could spend time in his word and, and being ministered to by his Holy Spirit. It's such a beautiful picture 
how the Lord just ministered to Elijah. He just wants to minister to you. He wants to encourage you and renew you. And find that place where you're just quiet before him, where you would hear his voice. Well, friends, I just want to encourage us uh, right before we move to a discussion. And I want to uh, invite you to stay around for the discussion just happening in, in a few minutes from now. But I want to say this. If you're watching today and you don't know Jesus personally in your life, I want, I want to remind you that spiritual renewal starts when we first put our trust in Jesus. That's where we are first renewed in him. Because outside of receiving Jesus as our Lord and our Savior and him forgiving our sins, we are dead in our sins, the Bible says. But he has made us new because of Jesus. This is what the scripture says. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, when someone becomes a Christian, he becomes a brand new person inside. He is not the same anymore. A new life has begun. You know, I was so encouraged because just several weeks ago, somebody put on my, on my social media uh, stream, on my post, they posted something directly to me. And they said, during this time, I have come back to the Lord. I was away from God and I have renewed my faith and my walk with Jesus. Whether that's you, you want to renew your walk with him or whether it's the, maybe the first time, maybe, maybe it's the very first time you say, I want to make a spiritual decision today for Christ. I want to encourage you to do that. You can let us know, even as you're watching right now, we have, uh, our team is, is going to be there to interact with you online. So just put a comment saying, I want to make a spiritual decision, or I'm saying yes to Jesus today, or whatever you want to say, we want to engage with you and help you in that. Our spirit is being renewed uh, by Christ also on an ongoing basis. This is what 2 Corinthians says. It says that our spirit is being renewed every day. So at this time, we're saying, God, come renew us. Isaiah 40, let me just close with this. Isaiah 40 says, he gives power to the tired and the worn out and strength to the weak. Even the youth shall be exhausted and the young men will all give up. But they that wait upon the Lord. Another translation says, they that hope in the Lord shall, what? Renew their strength. You will be renewed as you wait and as you hope in the Lord. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I want to encourage you this morning, friend, that hope for renewal is for you. You, you can be renewed today by the Holy Spirit, by the power of the Holy Spirit actively working in your life. And as you surrender your life to Christ, as you open up your heart at this time and say, God, no matter the stress and the anxiety and the noise and the craziness, Lord, in this time, I'm going to seek you. I'm going to find myself in your word. I'm going to find myself in prayer. And I'm going to let the noise around me fall away. I want to hear your voice. Friend, I want to encourage you. You will be renewed as you meet with God. It will be dynamic. It will be transformational. And if you just prayed a prayer of salvation, we want to help you. We want to encourage you. We're going to worship again right now. And, and let's just let this time of worship, let's let the Holy Spirit minister to us. Let's invite the work of the Spirit in our lives. And right following our time of worship, uh, we're going to have a conversation so we can dive a little bit deeper into this message this morning. Thanks so much. God bless you as you worship with us. Thank you so much for listening to this message. We pray that you have received truth and have been encouraged. For more information about First Assembly, how to get connected, and to listen to our latest worship albums, please visit our website at www.fa.church. 